Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast to help you quiet your mind, settle your body, and see God's presence in your everyday life. I'm Julie. I hope our time together will help you to feel more grounded, whole, and filled with a growing desire to be a conduit of God's love and presence to the world around you. Now, let's begin. So how do we celebrate Christmas in a COVID world? How do we do festive, fun, busy family and friends in the midst of a worsening global pandemic? Last week, we had a taste of this dilemma, celebrating Thanksgiving in new and different ways. And now, as we increasingly have December 24th and 25th in our sights, How do we resolve the contradiction of the suffering and struggle of the pandemic and the celebration of Christmas? This is the challenge we face this month, longing like never before that the hope, joy, peace, and love that Christ's birth and presence bring to the world can outweigh the uncertainty and anxiety that we feel in the very air around us. This week, Charles Ortloff and I have been discussing this, looking specifically at where is the hope this Christmas? Charles, we've been finding it helpful to consider the stories of those who have traveled this road of uncertainty and struggle before. We're not the first to be searching for hope in the midst of challenging times. Yes, Julie, on Monday we told the tragic story of Eddie Hellesum, this young Dutch woman who died during World War II in a Nazi death camp. In her diary, she noted the beauty of wildflowers outside the death camp and also the unspeakable suffering within the camp. She held on to this contradiction of suffering and beauty. She invites us to follow her example of neither collapsing into despair nor pretending everything is just fine. She held the contradiction and found a power that breaks us open and changes us forever, for the better. And on Wednesday, we heard from Mary in the story of Jesus' birth. Living in poverty and under Roman occupation and enduring community-wide scorn over her unexpected pregnancy, she had little reason for any hope in life. From the difficult journey to Bethlehem, giving birth in a stable, and the disturbing threats on their lives and Simeon's ominous predictions for Jesus, Mary had so many reasons to dwell in hopelessness. But she held the contradiction. She watched and waited and held both the apparent hopelessness of life and the hope of the promises she heard in the words of the angels, shepherds, and wise men. Eddie Hillesom and Mary, the mother of Jesus, show us that it's possible to live with this contradiction of holding both hopelessness and hope. Likely, each of us have had times in life when we've been called to take on this challenge. Charles and I have been reflecting on how we've experienced this in our own lives. 
For me, I'm reflecting on the past year since I retired. Six months into my retirement, my doctor told me that I had stage four prostate cancer. He said, we won't talk about a cure. Our hope is to keep you alive so that you die of something else. Well, that wasn't my hope for retirement. Since this diagnosis, I see that I have been at my best when I have lived with the contradiction of cancer and hope for my future. And I have been at my worst when either I allowed one or the other to take over, either despair or an unfounded optimism about my future. It didn't make sense to my mind, but to my heart there seemed to be a truth here. Hold the contradiction. Many people who live with cancer in a mindful sort of way talk about the positive changes it brings about. I've discovered the same for myself. On my morning walks, it's occurred to me that in many ways I'm reliving my father's life. He was a good man, worthy of my imitation, but in one area I've been rethinking his life and my own. He never told me that he loved me. I'm okay with that. I understand his worldview of how men take care of their loved ones. But with COVID right now, I'm thinking, do I really want to wait until my deathbed to tell my family how much I love them? What am I waiting for? What am I afraid of? I'm dying. Well, we're all dying, aren't we? We're just living in an illusion that this life will go on forever. And so I've taken the time to be more present to people, to tell my family how much they mean to me. And that has been wonderful for me, and I think for them as well. This isn't what I had hoped for in retirement. No, it is more, so much more, to experience the richness and depth of loving God, the world, and my family. Holding the suffering of cancer and the love of God has cracked me open, produced a new hope for me. I am so blessed. For me... I'm reflecting on my professional journey at Gloria Day. For several decades, I was a worship leader, finding great joy and fulfillment in my calling to that role. But then I reached a point of feeling a dryness in my work, a lack of energy and passion, and a sense that I had given all that I could in this area. I still felt called and hopeful, feeling like there was something else that I was meant to do but there was a bit of hopelessness that I'd be able to make a change in my role at church. I remember feeling a bit lost and unsure of my next steps. I bet there are others of you who have experienced this same thing when a job or role seems to be coming to an end. There's a definite tension that one holds. I was tempted to just stay with what was familiar to me so I could quickly resolve the tense contradiction of hope and hopelessness. But God had other plans, as God often does. Instead of sticking with the familiar, I took some exploratory steps and stood in the tension of hope and hopelessness for a while. Eventually, I was led to consider helping develop a contemplative practices ministry while still remaining at Gloria Day. I had no idea how to pursue this calling of walking with others in their inner journey. Could I learn a new skill set this late in my career? And how was God going to orchestrate all that needed to transpire for me to pursue this new path? 
but I was helped all along the way. Circumstances played out as they needed to, and the right people appeared on my path. My role has evolved and grown during these past four years, and God has shown up all over the place. Even the curtailed opportunity for in-person gatherings due to COVID has been a blessing in disguise, creating the need to lead contemplative practice groups completely online, which allows people to participate from all over the country. What began as a contradiction of hope and hopelessness evolved into a new journey for me, one filled with satisfaction and joy. And how about you? Are you willing to live in the contradiction of hopelessness and hope? Let's take some quiet moments now to reflect on that. In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes and to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the sound of the bowl calling you to look within. Let it center you. Let it awaken you to God's presence. As you've listened to the stories this week of Eddie, Mary, Charles, and I, what touches your heart? What can you relate to? Can you name your contradiction of hopelessness and hope? Try not to solve it, but just stay with it. We'll be back with you in about two minutes. Thank you.
take one more minute to notice what's happened in your heart while you were in the quiet. What insight or intention will you carry forward? And by just being with God, resting in God's loving presence, and letting God enjoy your presence. I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the bowl sound calling you back to this day. Gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer. How do we celebrate Christmas in a COVID world? It's a question we've never faced before. We may see this as something that needs to be changed, but maybe it is something that will change us. As you stay with your contradiction this month, watch to see what is happening to it. Does it begin to resolve on its own? Does it make room for a new, richer, and deeper hope? What we've often thought of as problems may turn out to be opportunities where we let go of our small hopes and dreams and prepare our hearts to experience God's hope for the world. Christ Jesus, Emmanuel, God is with us no matter what. Join us again on Monday for week two of our Advent journey. Having looked at hope this week, next week we'll look at the lives of others and our own and ask the question, where is our joy this Christmas? We hope you'll be with us on Monday as we continue to explore four different contradictions, seeing them not as problems, but opportunities to more richly celebrate Christmas in a COVID world. Thank you for making time for your inner self today, for developing and enriching your relationship with God through reflection and discovery. Whatever you've experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, gloria-day, that's D-E-I, dot com, slash lookingwithinpodcast, 
or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. If you know someone who might enjoy and benefit from this podcast, share it with them. Your financial contributions make this ministry possible. To give, visit gloria-day.com slash giving. Thank you for your support, and we'll see you next time.